Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back here on Sports Talk now, welcoming him in the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear for his Friday segment here on Sports Talk. Bobby, how's it going? Are you, you doing any workouts at the Combine for yourself today, trying to impress the Saints? No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get off a cold. I hadn't had a cold in like uh, three years, and I said, man, I said, uh, I guess, I don't know, do they still go get COVID tests? I mean, I, I, I've been healthy for three years, so I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of under the weather a little bit. I don't know if, you know, I was in California visiting my grandkids, and it's probably the coldest I've ever been in California, and it was snowing and everything. Then I come here, and it feels like September. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, hope you end up feeling better. I know that uh, some good news, at least yesterday, we saw that Pistol Pete remains the NCAA all-time scoring leader. Well, he deserves to be. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm glad the way it all played itself out. Nothing against Antoine Davis, uh, but it's, uh, you know, he was on a mission to surpass uh, Pete Maverick in Division One basketball career scoring leader, and he came up just short, and it was close. Now I'm looking at what he scored, 22 points, four shy of the number he needed to pass uh, Pistol Pete. Uh, but you look at it, uh, look, he didn't. He had a chance. Look, he missed his last eight shots, so he was jacking it up, including a three-pointer at the buzzer, which would have tied, uh, you know, Maverick at three thousand six hundred sixty-seven. But look, uh, he was seven for twenty-six on the night, uh, four of sixteen on three-point attempts. So I think it all worked out because uh, when you look at it, what all said and done, uh, I'd have had to put an asterisk by this. Uh, you look, uh, he, he got a pass, so to speak, or I should say extra season of eligibility because of COVID. Right. And uh, that gave him two more seasons than, uh, than Pistol Pete. Uh, and a three-point line. Uh, yeah, three-point line. <laughs> the, freshman, the freshman couldn't play at the time. Right. He played 61 more games. So, I mean, uh, look, he had every opportunity. Uh, but um, I'm a Pistol Pete fan. And uh, that's why I, I'm glad he did not uh, surpass it. But you know, I thought it was interesting that uh, there was an old, uh, like, Times-Picune or advocate, or I think it was the, maybe, maybe the State Times columnist, uh, Sam King. He once examined the play-by-play uh, records for uh, Pete Maverick in games, and that he estimated, looked at all the games, that he would have made seven to nine more three-pointers per game considering where he was shooting, mm. and that would have given him, like, 650 more points in his career considering if they had that three-point line, like you said, Jeff. But I thought it was another interesting thing. Uh, you know, and we all enamored right now with the three-point play. 
And that uh, if you look at it, Antoine Davis said he did study uh, Crystal Peach instructional videos and all that. And but he also, how about this? He fell three, also uh, fell three made three pointers short of Steph Curry's single season three point record. Hmm. Uh, the, the Davis had uh, now five. Now now it's a season, but he has the career mark, NCAA career mark with five not ninety seven made three pointers the first season. He was uh, three shy of Steph Curry. So that's pretty good company to be with, Pistol Pete and Steph Curry. Yeah, and, and for some perspective there, so uh, Antoine Davis, 144 games played, 3,664 points. That's 25.4 points per game. Now, go back in time to Pete Maravich without a three-point line, 83 games, 3,667 points. That's an average of 44 <laughs> points per game. And, 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 and Jeff, like you said, an average. No, with a three-point line, he'd averaged over 50. Over 50. Think That's insane. It. That is like These are two different records. Like I get it. The number is similar <laughs> when you talk about the points, but this is not the same. And so, yeah, yeah it's, I, I, I'm just glad we I don't have to have that totally. discussion because it didn't happen. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Well, a little, a little bit of uh, talking about three-pointers still, a little bit of luck for the Pelicans. They're in Golden State tonight. And it looks like Steph Curry will be back for the Warriors next game, not this evening. Thankfully, the Pelicans don't get to uh, guard that nightmare from beyond the arc. But another big game, obviously, for this team with only 19 left in the regular season. Bobby, we saw them you know, pull out that win in Portland on Wednesday. Can this team rally again? You know, they're, they're banged up. A lot of guys are still down. But they, they need to rally down this stretch here in another tough game, obviously, tonight at the Warriors' house. Yeah, I'm good Steph Curry's not playing. Uh, <laughs> because the way we've been playing uh, offensively, uh, now that wasn't the case against Portland, but uh, by our inability to score, to say the least, uh, has not been in the Pels' favorite. So, yeah, well, we don't need Steph. Steph, uh, wait another game and come back. Uh, I think he's coming back maybe on Sunday. But look, since Zion uh, injury in early January, uh, like I said, their inability to score, uh, look, ranked 24th in offensive efficiency, uh, you know, in 2023. So it hasn't been well. So considering at the end of J- December, what was that, two months ago, we were in first place. So it, it's very frustrating. Uh, but, uh, look, it couldn't have gotten them any worse. I was so discouraged. Uh, I couldn't have gotten any lower on that Monday night uh, fourth quarter against Orlando Magic when they were held to a single point in the final four minutes of the game. And then that's how you bounce back. You can't feel sorry for yourself. And then you look at Wednesday against Portland. Uh, they show that they still have, I guess, a heartbeat, so to speak. And they scored 121 points uh, the first time in their last seven games uh, the, that they put up more than 107 points. So the second half, you know, they look at how you feel, Goldberg, how you shoot. Uh, they scored 68 points and they shot 59%. So, so that's what it's going to take uh, against a team like the Warriors. And then you're going to play the Kings, how hot the Kings are and where they're at. Uh, they might be the, uh, one of the biggest surprises the whole NBA season, that being the Sacramento Kings. But you need your superstars to play great like Brandon Ingram, season high 40 points on 18 of 29 shooting. Uh, they do that, and um, they, they can beat the Warriors. And I think the goal is, and I was just hoping they win one game, you know, Portland – and then you're going to Golden State, Sacramento. Boy, if you can win two out of three on the road, then you forget about what happened on a Wednesday night uh, against the Magic. But the playoffs have started. Uh, when all of a sudden you start counting down from 20 and they had 19 games. Uh, so 
we in the playoff mode right now. And what's interesting, the coaching move, when you look at it, is that like as using Herb Jones as the five, mm-hmm. and uh, because he's been shooting terrible the three point, you can't let him just hang out and doing pick and rolls with him because you want him on the uh, court defensively. Uh, if you look at it, I mean th- that was a big key with him guarding uh, Lillard uh, much of the second half. I think his length, the way he's built, contributed a lot to uh, Damian missing a handful of shots at the rim that he typically uh, wouldn't make, but. Uh, I think that was critical. Ending that four-game losing streak uh, with the best, uh, you know, offense performance in weeks. Now that has to continue. Uh, Bi got to stay on fire, um, and I think uh, utilizing Jones, uh, uh, you know, when you look at it, that coaching strategy is something other than just a floor spacer, but getting him on the court defensively and not having him uh, jack up three pointers because uh, that was something he has regressed. I was looking where uh, – and, and that's something they're not going to guard him if he can't make a shot. Uh, he's been one of the NBA's worst three-point shooters this season. Uh, after converting last year, he was like 34%. Or uh, well, right now he's at uh, 28%. He might, that's a big difference. But, uh, you know, he did, didn't ask him uh, to be like a floor spacer against an undersized team like Portland. So that might have been maybe because uh, how Portland and their undersized uh, taking that kind of strategy. But uh, the bottom line is how you close out games. And in the final nine minutes of the game, which they did not do against the Magic, uh, they crushed the Trailblazers 31-19 uh, to 19 in that fourth quarter. Yeah, and I mean, you got to defend. And that's, that, that, I think that's the biggest difference from the beginning of the season to now is you're just not, they're not defending at the same level. I do think that Herb at the five is Willie Green just looking for answers, just looking for anything right. to get <laughs> exactly. things back on track. <laughs> Because, like, this season compared to other seasons to me, and I'm curious what you think about this, like, in the past it's been like, okay, we have very low expectations for this team. Maybe they surpass them, and by the end of the year we're all happy. This year it seems like everyone went into it thinking, man, they're going to take a step forward, and they did. They did. And now we're winding down the final 20 games. We're like, well, maybe they can make the play-in. It's just it's such a roller coaster, and, you know, every time you think it's going to stop, you, you go up and down again. And as as just like a, from a fan's perspective, it's just exhausting, and I don't know what you do right. to be a consistent team, but this is just a very painful team to watch uh, year well, in year out. So the fans are so frustrated because whether it's the Saints or the Pels, uh, whether uh, boy everybody the same boy they hell when they well, but then they hurt. Like you know whether it be Michael Thomas, whether it be Brandon Ingram with his toe that he comes back, or whether it's Zion, and then now when it's uh, hamstring. No, they know their capabilities, but you have to be you have to be available to have a chance. And you know, it's almost like teasing the fans when you're in first place at the end of December, and then where we at now in a matter of two months, fan. It'd be almost like an NFL season. Uh, you start out six and zero, and then uh, or six or seven and zero, and then you finish like uh, seven and ten. You know, you get off the hot start, but uh, hey, then the thick of things is not much that separates as a handful of games uh, from the haves and the have-nots. And, and I really thought that uh, just looking at all the teams, and I think throughout the NBA, I think if they are healthy, that they can be, um, I'm talking about Eastern Conference, Western Conference, I think they could be a top 10, I want to say, I don't know, seven or eight type team. We just have to look at the Western Conference, but Hey, you can't just do it on paper. You got to be able to do it on the court. And uh, but that's 
the out of the next two, then you keep the the momentum going. I think that was huge when you look at the tiebreak, uh, you know, and all that stuff that comes about to win tonight against Golden State, and then uh, you know beating Portland because it's all neck and neck. It's like I said, the playoffs has already started because everyone's in such a bunch. You know, when you look at that uh, fourth, uh, fifth spot, all that into the playing game. So no, it, 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 that that's going to keep my interest just because how tight it is. Because you can have a great week and all of a sudden, whoa. You're back in the thick of things, and you have a bad week. Uh, you're not even in the playing game. <laughs> well, we're hoping for a good weekend from the LSU baseball team. Bobby, they're back home after spending last weekend at the Shriners Classic in Texas and also playing at Texas Tuesday. A little bit of a strange weekend where they got a four-game set. You have Butler on Friday today and then Monday, and in between you have a matchup uh, against uh, Central Connecticut which those two games, uh, the Saturday and Sunday games, will be on WWL. Uh, Bobby, what are you looking for this LSU baseball team right now? I know seven and one. I have uh, looked pretty looked pretty impressive at the plate, and the pitching seems to be coming along. Well, uh, you know, I'm like most fans. It's like, oh, well, you know, you always got a nitpick, and you know, I'm, I tend to be more positive, glass half full. But uh, you know, a lot of the fans, they might, you know, they want this team to be perfect, uh, and, and you know, it's not always going to be like that. But less strikeouts. Uh, if you look at that, through eight games, LSU's uh, hitters are striking out at 9.25 times per contest. Uh, now, that average is only a little bit higher than last season, 62-game average at 8.27. But uh, if, if you look at it, that figure, uh, compared to the first eight games of 2022, it's uh, way above that. Uh, we struck out Tigers like 5.88 times. So that, that's the thing is, uh, and I thought Coach Johnson said this best. Uh, we want to eliminate the strikeouts, obviously, uh, that we shouldn't have. Uh, we train it. Uh, we work on it. We address it. I'm okay with it because the astro- astronomical gap that we have in uh, free bases from our opponents uh, through eight games is pretty significant. So the thing is that uh, you're going to have to strike out and all. And when you have ducks in the pond, you have base runners, that's when you got to knock them in like they didn't do that one loss. Uh, against Iowa, I want to say they left like 14 uh, base runners stranded. But you brought up Central Connecticut, and, uh, you know, we should be – I remember watching this game. We should be familiar with this. The last face, if you remember, um, in June the 5th, uh, 2021, uh, they beat them 6-5 to five in that NCAA regional in Eugene, Oregon. So uh, Central Connecticut is not one of those directional schools that is not familiar with the NCAA football <laughs> at a high level. So uh, I thought, whoa, I said, I remember that. that it was a close game in Eugene and that LSU ended up coming out on top uh, six to five. But uh, the Blue Devils. Yeah. Uh, well, boy, with Paul Steens, uh, the pitcher, I mean, his ERA 0. 0.75, uh, 0. 0.75. I mean, he is, he is like phenomenal. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't see how Butler even has a chance. Look, they were picked last in the Big East Conference by their preseason coaches' poll. So, uh, no, I don't think LSU have a problem. Uh, I'm more intrigued with the Central uh, Connecticut uh, State game than the actual, uh, you know, series against Butler. The one thing for me tonight that's interesting, Bobby from Butler, though they're putting their big six-three lefty on the mound. He's got a two-point-seven ERA, and and Corey Bossaker, uh, ten innings pitched, fourteen strikeouts, four walks. So we'll see if the lefty gives this LSU lineup any trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one thing. Uh, you know, you got to belt hit left and right-handed pitching and uh, see if we can limit the strikeouts, like you said. But that's one thing that's been impressive uh, with Coach Johnson and what we've done. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, it's, it's like 
I don't know, a triple-A baseball team out there, the impressive depth that LSU has and the versatility so far uh, in the bullpen. I mean, uh, look, to go to Austin and win that game at Texas, and, you, you know, you say, well, it was 0-0 forever. Well, that's I'm going to look at it. That's great foul pitching staff in the bullpen and the exactly. middle relievers and the closers. So to come out on not top three, three to zero, I think that was a big win in a hostile environment, uh, winning in Austin. That'd be much wet, better to win there than that would have occurred in, in Baton Rouge or something because that helps your confidence, you know, winning in a hostile environment like that. So, yeah, I'm, everyone's intrigued right now with um, – with LSU baseball, because as far as the LSU men's basketball, <laughs> that was had a lead at half against Missouri. And, uh, okay, well, I guess wait till next year. But uh, with Coach Mulkey and the Lady Tigers, uh, that's something to be positive about if you're looking at the, on the court. You know that, so I, I don't have any, any other questions, but I do need to point out that I went to one of those directional schools up there. Um, I went to Southern Connecticut, and that's Central oh, okay. Connecticut. The Blue Devils. Oh, so, so you're familiar. So, yes, so Jeff, you're I know familiar. the Blue Devils well, the less good Blue Devils. <laughs> um, and that's why when uh, in the regional, I think out in Eugene a few years ago, I, I enjoyed that because, you know, LSU playing, uh, playing Central. But, yeah, that's oh, all so I have. You're out, so, Jeff, you're out there. That's pretty cool. I, I, no, I was not out there. No. Oh, I was watching there. from here oh, okay, I got with, with a lot of others. Um, but uh, it was cool to see him out there. I, you know, you don't, see, you don't see the CCSUs of the world uh, very often, so enjoy it. Right, right. So Bobby, all right, guys. Well, look, uh, thanks for having me on. And, yeah, just uh, curious too, Bobby. Besides the uh, the sports, obviously this weekend, what else is uh, the Cajun Cannon watching? Um, probably just sports. And uh, if I'm feeling better, uh, I'm gonna go see my uh, Bobby the Fourth, my, my grandson and nice. uh, my granddaughters. But uh, I, I don't want to go there and get them sick. You know, usually your kids get you sick, not the other way around. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm have to call T. Bob and then check and see uh, what's up with that. But uh, no, just um, um, I've been gone, so I'm just gonna chill out the house and uh, and just if some piques my interest, then I'll end up uh, looking at it on TV. And uh, I'm a sports junkie overall, but uh, so I don't I don't necessarily know exactly what I'll be watching, but I'm always in tune with the local teams. Some good bourbon and tea will help that get you rid of that cold real quick. Oh, 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 oh so I'm gonna tell why. This is Steve Geller. This is advice. Doctor Steve, right? Yeah. <laughs> Steve recommended. Appreciate the okay. time, Bobby, and be talking to you soon, my man. Okay, y'all take care. Okay, Thanks. bye. Have a good weekend. That's Bobby A. Bear, Steve Geller, along with Jeff Nowak and Charlie Long here on WWL Friday Sports Talk, coming back with more after this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. 
Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.